Hey guys, if you live in Zimbabwe, you may have seen a number of stories in the press speaking about the influx of counterfeit or illicit alcohol that's flooding the market. This is obviously especially concerning as we approach the festive season. Maybe you've even seen forwards in the group chat with alcohol being sold at ridiculously cheap prices. The scariest thing about this recent trend is that consumers don't know what's in the drinks they're consuming. Some of these counterfeit alcohols contain harmful products such as ethanol and pure alcohol as well as coloring agents that could cause irreversible damage to the health of consumers. So because of this, Jameson Irish Whiskey has launched the hashtag BuyOriginal campaign. To help you identify that your Jameson Irish Whiskey is original, they have added extra safety and security markers to protect you. Whenever you buy a bottle of Jameson Irish Whiskey, look out for a clear seal on the neck of the bottle with the Jameson text and a white sticker on the bottle reminding you to drink responsibly. For more information on how Jameson Irish Whiskey is protecting you from counterfeit alcohol and how you can identify if your whiskey is original, head on over to twobroketwimbles.com forward slash Jameson or look out for the information on our social media pages. Jameson Irish Whiskey by original. We're back in the same country talking to each other face to face i'm giving you the omnicron right now give me the omarion i can see all, i can all see i can see it circulating b2k all day yo i don't like i don't like when i went and t- took my covid test uh you might not know this but you, you know like when you're young and you had to go for that sti test and like all the bad decisions you've made just come flooding back and you're like, why did I have to do it with her? Oh my God. Wow. That's why I was like, yo, why wasn't I wearing my mask that time? And you just cross your fingers like, please, 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 please. And then they send that email. Negatory. I was oh, snap. I celebrated by going to the club. Does that make sense, right? That's how you Absolutely. celebrate. I mean, 48 hours, right? So. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So we're going we to talk about the, that Omicron, you know. That Omarion mm. with, with, you know, with all the crowns, the, all the bump, bump, bumps all over it. Touch. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> Touch. But we're going to start the show with, uh, with this. Come on now. My SABC3 crew, you know what time it is. I never watched. I never watched this in my life. What, Dan? What were you doing on Sundays? What were you doing on Sundays? Watching ZBC, Philip. Look, I mean, it must have been nice to have SABC. I'm sure you enjoyed it. It was nice, huh? <laughs> Where's take the coders were like a hundred bucks. Mm. No, so did you eat? Did you eat caviar while you watched this show? Get out of here. <laughs> were you sipping on champagne from the Champagne region of France while you watched this show? <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Let's start the show. Let's get into some high energy because I have to ask you: Are you good to go? Sound of the thing now. Hey, 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 let me hear a drum play. Water them, water them, water them, water them, water Oh, 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 it feels good to be home. It feels good to be home. 
<laughs> Y'all think Etherton Beanie the only one that can do it? Nah. We all can do it. Walk one day, walk one day. Welcome to another episode of Two Broke Twimbles. It's your boy Danny, that guy, aka Dennyas, aka the only guy, aka the correct person who won the Ballon d'Or award. Mm. I don't want to hear no complaints. They won Husky. My name is Danny, that guy. Welcome to another episode of Two Broke Twimbles. That's right, that's right. And it's here with only the unmistakable that just got off the plane, bringing that Omarion to your table, boo. Phil Child, aka Flame Floss, the big boss, baby. AKA Sexington Glovo, aka Filthy Phil, aka DJ Mkara, and of course, <clears throat> Sean Warren, the Tangerewo, Tringy. Muddy, welcome to another episode of Two Broke Tumbos. Um, fresh off, uh, d- uh, fresh, f- fresh off the Ballon d'Or. Oh, this was, this is my mini player when I listen to Apple Music. Just put it on the side while I work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just you know, there's a media Yeah, but I want to see. So I'll be wanting to see and then like add the lyrics sometimes and then easily skip and GG. So I much prefer the mini player that Apple Music creates rather than the control panel. And also okay. oftentimes because I'll be like in full screen mode and you know, it's just it's my workflow for me. I know mm. what I'm doing. I like I have it in the corner, I see which song is playing, I see the artwork, you know. It works you see, well. see how many James people just a few months ago, Dan was like, Phil, you know, Apple, I just hate it. Like, I, I really, I really wish Windows. You know? I had Apple Music on my Windows as well. I did the not, same not thing. Not look at you. Uh, money just say that you. you didn't know it had a mini player. Just say that. I don't like using mini players. Well, I mean, you know, people like different things. I like, I like I, my I like things small. I like them big. I like, I like them. my things tiny. I like mini. Big. Micro even. Um, do you, do you agree with Messi getting the Ballon d'Or? No, should should have gone to Salah. I, 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 like at this stage of my life, man, I wish I cared. I don't care. I, mean, I don't care. What do you mean you don't care? I don't care. Don't you watch football? I do, but I don't. I don't rate. Okay. I don't rate award ceremonies. That's the thing. Like I just don't rate them. Two things. Obviously, we don't rate award ceremonies, but they're there, so it's okay to have opinions on them. First of all. Some people, and I've heard a lot of people speak very passionately about this. How can you have individual awards in a team sport? Guys, guys, let's be serious. Are you telling me individuals don't have an impact on a team? Of course they do. Good players, bad players, they all exist within the team. So it's okay to say, who is the best player? There should also be awards for the best team. But you know what that is? That's actually just playing the game and seeing who wins. So (laughs) so it's okay to acknowledge and recognize the best players in the world. That's fine. That's not a problem. In terms of how they do it and so on, I don't know, man. I don't know how they vote. It's like pros and I don't know however they do it. But in my opinion, probably Mieduga, we have now Jairirad Miss. We are used to him. Mm. It doesn't seem as amazing anymore because we've been seeing it for a decade. So, so we're plus. judging Messi against Messi. That's the problem. So even though we sit here and say, you know what, Messi had a bit of a mid-season. You know, he wasn't he wasn't at the peaks that he was that he's normally at. His stats still far outweigh other people who've had the best seasons of their lives. No, but Ronaldo wasn't. Well, no, the, no, no, Ronaldo's not. Ronaldo's judge, not even the top five. <laughs> the, judge, the judge said Ronaldo wasn't even coming. You know, <laughs> Ronaldo, y'all's goat is not even the top five. Shame. No. The, the the real conversation was should Messi win the Ballon d'Or or should it be Lewandowski or Benzema? Benzema. Mm-hmm. And frankly, Benzema, he has had a good season, but I mean, come on. Lewandowski, I can sort of understand the reason he's had, he's playing at his peak, but even at his peak, he's not as good as Messi at mid. So mm-hmm. the conversation here is should we reward Messi for playing at mid level or Lewandowski for playing at his peak? 
And that's when I asked you last time, remember when we had a conversation about award ceremonies, mm. if the same person keeps winning five, six years in a row, like, I ah, know we have to give others a chance. Nah, yeah. nah, give the person who it's, deserves it's, it. It's, it's weird. Cause this is, this is the, um, anyway, this is the Michael Jordan issue all over again. Cause Michael Jordan only won, I think it was three MVPs, three regular season MVPs. When he, 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 he really should have won at least eight. But because the narrative is like, we can't keep giving to the same guy. It's like LeBron James. Like LeBron James should have won more MVPs, but because he's LeBron James, he's judged against LeBron James. So there were seasons where people didn't play as well and they won MVP. It's like when Andre Iguodala won the MVP in the finals. There's no way Andre Iguodala should have won the MVP. That was LeBron James. But because he's on the losing team in the finals, they gave it to Iguodala. But anyway, so I'm looking at the results here. Dan Lionel Messi had 613 points. In a distant second was Lewandowski with 580. That's pretty close, actually. Yeah. Jorginho with First 460. In- and then you, bit of a drop-off to Benzema, 239. N'Golo Kante, I mean, come on, guys. Kante really, Kante really should be in the top three. Come on. Are you saying, are you saying Jorginho got double the points of Kante? That's racist. That's just racist. <laughs> that, just, that smells like racism <laughs> to me. And then in six was Ronaldo. Salah, after the season he had last year, was 121. What? Well, I mean, part of what they're going to consider is what the team wins. Yeah, Barcelona won a lot last season, didn't they, Dan? No, they didn't. That's what I'm saying. Well, they they, they won the Copa del Rey, and they, uh, Messi won uh, Copa America. Okay, that that for that yeah. Since since he finally won a trophy with Argentina, um, he was the top scorer in La Liga, even though Barcelona didn't. Mm-hmm. Only came third. I think they came third. Mm-hmm. Um, Copa America top scorer. Copa America top assist. He, he didn't score in the finals and the semifinals. Oh no! Choked, Dan. He choked. So technically, Lewandowski has more goals than Messi, but Messi has more goals plus assists. Messi has more everything else. Every metric you can think of: chances created, passes <laughs> forward, whatever you can think of. Messi has like crazy numbers. You guys forget. I agree. Messi had a mid-season, but you're getting used to him. You guys are used to brilliance and it no longer sees, seems so brilliant in your eyes. I have to ask you, if you were creating a team, what were big by Dubai, by Emirates there, and they're like, create your team. You, have, you can choose one from the top five of the, of the Ballon d'Or. You guys are telling me you're going to pick Lewandowski over Messi. Be serious, of course. Please. Of course. Be serious. Be, the first person you're putting in your team is Lionel Messi. And if you're not doing it, it's because you're a hater. Wow. It's because Ish. you slick talk. Hey, in fact, we need to discuss that. Let's talk about the slick talk story so, since we're here already. I feel like we should get into the show. <laughs> so, no, we've got a tendency to forget things. Okay, let me, let me, let me, let me put it on the board. Write it down. Yeah, write it down. So let's, 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 you know, King Kandoro would be disappointed in us if we didn't follow the, the order of the mm. show. You know? No, he, he gave us a, a, a stern talking to. <laughs> stern, <laughs> how do you do there? Maybe, maybe he should be our new producer. <laughs> So, Zimbabwean's doing it big. We like to start each show with some uh, positivity. You know, get you in the right mood to listen to us. So, we're going to focus on some Zimbabweans doing big things around the world. Uh, we also look at Africans as well. But, you know, we are proudly Zimbabweans. So, first of all, we want to mention Dr. Sigulile Moyo, the Zimbabwean researcher who led the team that first sequenced the Omicron variant. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, mixed feelings yeah. I mean, okay, well done. Do you know what? Do you know what the, you know the problem is, Doc? You know, we respect you. We respect you. But we went to school with you. We went to school with someone just like you, Dr. Moy. <laughs> no, no, no. You are the type of person. Is he the announcer or is it the PR? 
person who did the announcing. You are the type of person. We'd go through a whole lesson, chilled vibes. Everyone's having a good time. The bell rings. We're about to leave. And then you're like, sir, we had an assignment last night. You didn't collect our homework. That's who you are. But still, um, some of you may not know that uh, the the medical team that first sequenced the Omicron variant was led by Zimbabwean. And uh, whereas we applaud your work, sir. I mean, I mean, you sometimes you don't need you know, to. You, you know, I mean, sometimes just, you know, let the data, you know, build. Like imagine Ooh. January too. Like, ah, guys, hey, I discovered something you know, last you, month, but I lost my password for my email. But you know, the, the funny <laughs> thing is, the funny thing is, um, well, it's not funny actually. But other scientists, apparently, there's a, a big expose. I think it might have dropped already. Yeah, 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 about the Netherlands guy and Belgium, and that that knew about it and were not releasing the information. We'll get into it. We're, we're going to discuss it during our Cardi B segment. So, what you know what? Called. Shout out to Dr. Moya for proving once again that... Wait, is this a man or woman? Are we sure this is a man? Well, I've, in, in the news story, it refers to him and his. So, I'm just... Assuming. So, once again, Zimbabwean men do not lie. Black men don't cheat, lie, do any... I mean, Zimbabwean, well, Zimbabwean men, men specifically. Are just honest, honest beings. And the sooner people realize it's the better. So we're going we're gonna to talk about it a little bit more when we get to our COVID section, but this was a celebration of Dr. Sikulile, Sikulile Moyo. Well done, sir. But let's discuss, you know, timing. Mm. But good work. But I mean, timing. Good work, yeah. You know, it, 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 it's, a, it's a well done part. Shout out to Shungudzo, Zimbabwean artist uh, based in, I believe she's in the US of A, uh, full name Alexandra Shungudzo Govere. Um, yeah, she has been recognized by the Grammys. Oh, no. Nice. Uh, being part of uh, Angelique Kijo's album, Mother Nature. Her own album, by the way, which she released, was actually really, like, it's very jazzy, R&B. Like, it's like very, um, I'm trying to think, what can I compare it to? It's like very Jasmine Sullivan, but like more Hotep. Mm, that's like, that's right up my alley. That's right up my alley. It's actually a really good album, actually. Shout out, shout out Shingudzo, and uh, yeah, shout out to you for getting your Grammy recognition, Grammy nomination. Um, the project, by the way, by Angelique Kijo is uh, nominated under Best Global Music Album alongside Rocky Dawuni, Wizkid, Femi Kuti. I don't want to say that guy's name. It feels like I'm insulting him. Daniel Ho and friends, because the whole gotta have friends. Yeah, anyway. So shout out to Shungudzo. Well done, girl, for getting your Wadadisa Mana Wave. All right. Uh, last week we had the Prodigal Sum episode. Uh, quick update. You know, some people were wondering if King Kandoro's show will be going ahead despite the red list notices. And mm. my man said, Bra, I paid for the tickets already. So I'll be there. Uh, you know, what I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm in too deep. I'm in too deep. That's the situation I'm in right now. I've already paid for tickets. And I'm like, is it, can I go? Can I make it? Ah, sorry, it's too late. Mm. I didn't buy the ones which you can change. I was actually told for an extra $20, you can get a flexible ticket in case something goes wrong. I was like, $20? <laughs> it's like six McDonald's meals, bro. No. <laughs> so wait, you, you don't get that? <laughs> no, I do. I'm just kidding. <laughs> for, for my return flight, I have that. For the, the one I went at Duma. Because things with Phil, do you know direct tickets touched a grand? Zim to Cape Town. Yeah, and then they fell. They, no, no, no. Direct didn't. Direct fell maybe to about eight or nine. Somewhere that's where it's hovering around now. But via, via, up and down. So I was like, yeah, hey, I need to rush and buy these tickets. Anyway, time, time. We discuss further time, time. 
Um, yeah, so uh, please buy buy tickets for King Kadoro's show. He was on our show last week. Um, he will be doing his stand-up special, The Prodigal Son, at uh, Seven Arts on the 20-something. I forgot what date it is, but go check. Okay. Um, are you checking how much flights are, Philip? I am indeed, I get updates every day from Hopper. It's actually causing me anxiety. And I <laughs> yeah. oh, he's Hopper too? I, I, I put you onto Hopper. Hopper's amazing. You did. You did. Hopper is lovely. It's lovely, <laughs> lovely, lovely. That I actually booked through Hopper. They should, my flights back. They, should, they should pay us. Look at how red all those atoms are. Red. <laughs> but it's, it's, saying, it's, saying, it's saying 210. Let's see. You said direct return or direct going. Is this to Cape Town? Yeah. Uh, let's see. Also, let's see. Is that a one way? Well done, Dan. Let me put the filters. I'm watching nonstop only. Okay. Anyway, while you're while you're doing that, let me let me let me let me introduce our our next segment. That's gonna be like via Egypt. Spend three oh, nights in Gigi. Oh, that's like a whole. Um. Hey, there's a lot to do. And there's only one flight. It's only Elink. <laughs> It's only one flight. That's actually not bad. You know what? Is that return or, de- or That's one, one way? way. So, hey, so yeah, grand, guy. <laughs> there and back. Ah, uh, I'm mad flight to Joburg and then I'll catch a bus to Cape Town. <laughs> I'm literally paying half by going to Joburg, Cape Town and then flying back Joburg, Harad. Playing half then what it would be direct. It's wild. Yeah, but do you know, oh, I'll, I'll tell you what to do. With the airline you're going with, make sure you check into your Joburg flight before you take off from Harare. Because the last time I didn't, and we fl- we landed late. And then when I got to the airport, they're like, did you check in online? They were like, no. They're like, ah, well, we're going. Bye. Late. Um, so, after having gone weeks, weeks, even months without know, having much to Cardi- report. Cardiolo was like, yo, I, I, I don't feel myself getting enough airtime on the show. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I'm going to release my second album. It's time for me to come back and come back stronger than ever. Let me let me link up with my man. Oh, Marion. Let me let me take him off the millennial tour. No, what's an Marion song? I had an ice box where, where my lungs used, used to okay, be. No, that's, that's too that's too like too many people have died to make jokes. Oh, about I'm it. so cold. I'm so cold. I'm so cold. Oh, it's a fever. <laughs> I'm so cold. Anyway, um, whew, so much to talk about. All right. So first of all, let's start off with talking about cases that are going on in Zim. Right now, the rolling average in Zim is uh, 79 new cases a day Which is almost double last week's average mm. I mean, we're, we're no UK at 20,000 You know what I mean? Like, we, we, You know, we're trying I mean, we're not matching Germany at 80,000 But we're trying So, as you may have heard Scaremongering in the news Because, you know I, I normally pause whenever I hear people talk about The media, they're scaremongering Because you can almost guarantee that that's like an, Probably an anti-vaxxer or something But at some point, no, you also like no. what you guys also. You know, this this weekend, I, I I was I was amongst the hoteps, and I was like, you know what? There's nothing you guys can say that I don't agree with because, dude, I was in. A, we were, we were literally heading to a shuttle. I think it was a Thursday afternoon at four p.m. I saw the breaking news. There's a new variant that's been discovered. This is before they even named it. It was the letters B one G G G. It looked like a it looked like an air um an airline flight number. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or like Elon Musk's second child. Yeah, exactly. Um, and while we're at the concert, we're now getting emails from delegations that yo, this has been cancelled. This has been cancelled. This has been cancelled. By the time we start going home, we start seeing flights. Boom, 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 boom. Then ah, uh, people started paying. Then the festival organizers joined the WhatsApp group and they're like, ah, so guys, um. 
just, you know, flights are getting canceled. So just be on the lookout for that. Uh, we're going to keep you posted. And I was planning on staying a little longer. And they were like, nah, Phil, you know what? Just go back home because mm-hmm. we don't know what the situation is going to be. <sighs> okay. So, um, so the Omicron variant came out. Actually, side note, the name itself is pretty funny because next <laughs> next in line there was there was new, new and then she. <laughs> so they were like new sounds just like new and she. China was China was like what was that? Sorry, we meant. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I just turned around like oh, oh where where you gonna go back you gonna go huh? But that actually would have been funny. <laughs> the she variant of course. <laughs> Uh, I think I think that, that's when we would have seen Taiwan obliterated from the map or something. I don't know. <laughs> Yo, ah, uh, the, the U.S. dollar would have collapsed. So, hey, we're not the medical podcast, even though we do sometimes speak to medical practitioners. You can go and read what's going on with the Omicron variant. The fact is, it has a really cool name. It's almost like it should be in Transformers. After the death of Megatron, the new leader stepped up, Omicron. And it would fit right in. Mm-hmm. Um, it's people are worried because there's mutations, but it seems like you'll mostly be fine, right? That's especially if you're vaccinated, you'll be fine. Um, th- then, when it was announced, when people still didn't know what was up this week, um, certain countries started putting South Africa and surrounding areas on the red list. Because it was mm-hmm. like, what? You guys have found a new variant? It's a variant of concern. All travel banned from South Africa, Zimbabwe, Zambia, Botswana. No, no. Zambia was not on the red list. No, right? Zambia wasn't at first. South Africa, Zimbabwe, Botswana, but like all surrounding countries. And we were like, well, wait, what do we do? And the, the thought, here's the situation, right? South Africa has one of the most advanced, um, you know, labs that studies my gems gems mm-hmm. in the world and here they are doing in, what they're supposed to be doing incredible scientists have discovered guys heads up there's a new variant thanks detention it's like whoa you probably already have it no and no, no, it, wasn't, it, wasn't, it wasn't even dev- they knew because so now i'm activating full hotel mode what? This mic sounds weird. Is it sounding weird to you, Dan? Is this what you sound like? This, this Easy. Like... <laughs> well, well, Dan, that's... You'll be fine. Don't worry. We've so, got anyway. a sound engineer on top of his game. So, um, yeah. Dan is using my mic and I'm using Dan's mic. And, oh, Dan's mic is the ghetto. You see. Anyway, no. Next year, we're, we're unifying. We're getting all the uni- same mics. You should get the uh, ones from those Kenyan people. That was cool. But those are for outdoor. That's how we must record in the no. studio. Well, freedom. Uh, well, just... not to name names, but a patron had promised to get us those, and then went quiet. I love you still. Don't worry, man. But yeah, just don't play with our emotions. <laughs> anyway, um, the Botswana government released a statement because it had been circulating in the news and in rumors, and then the Botswana government released a statement, and they and basically the Botswana government said, "Hey guys, earlier this month, earlier in November, four delegates arrived in our country." All four of those delegates tested positive for COVID. It now seems that all four of those delegates were carrying the Omicron virus and these delegates returned to their home countries. They have still not released where these delegates are from, which I would want them to release because I think that's very pertinent information. Wouldn't you agree, Dan? Mm-hmm. For, for, I think, very political reasons, they have not released where they're from. And from... What it seems from contact tracing and from the Botswana government statement and from statements from the medical professionals, those delegates then 
um, spread the COVID variant within the, that conference. And in that conference, delegates from that conference then traveled to South Africa, where it seemed to take prevalence. However, at the time of sequencing, the virus was already present in Belgium, Israel, and Hong Kong. So it's highly likely that this virus did not even emanate in Southern Africa. It was just discovered in Southern Africa. But the press, being the press, are calling this a new variant from South Africa. I even read a story this morning that said two South African travelers were refused entry into Spain because they had the virus. No, 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 don't worry. No, I'm just, yeah. However, if you read the story, there were actually Italians who went on holiday to South Africa and then were returning through Spain and were turned away. So why would you say they're South African? Breaking news, Philip. Oh, dear. Did you have the breaking news bump? <laughs> so the Newsday reports, there's a story from two hours ago, that the COVID-19 Omicron variant was detected in the Netherlands before two flights from South Africa last week carrying the virus before that plane arrived. Mm-hmm. Um, meaning that before South Africans allegedly brought it to the Netherlands, they already had it there. Um, so. So once again, I think, I think we might just go to the hotel segment now, Dan. And I don't know what they said is it is not clear yet whether these people have visited Southern Africa. Is that your assumption? You find people with Omicron in your country. It's like, I think they came from Southern, man. Which publication was this again? This is a news day. Well, it's coming from Reuters. um, Also, they just copied verbatim. Bastards. So, okay. Okay. On the one hand, okay, you lead a country, Philip. You're you're the president. You're in charge. It's been a headache the past couple of years dealing with COVID. You thought you'd just be able to take money, loot funds, but now what? You actually have to do work. (laughs) Then... In the middle of this, while you're like, okay, finally, we've managed to turn things around. But my G, maybe next month, then all of a sudden announcement, Omicron, oh my gosh, this thing is deadly. We still don't have any information. All we know is it was discovered in South Africa. So people's immediate responses, the politicians was, we are banning flights from South Africa and surrounding areas which have had zero cases of Omicron. But anyway, not, not only that, as you just mentioned with Zimbabwe's highlights, our cumulative rolling totals are orders of magnitude lower than what's going on overseas. And when my hotep was really activated, we were actually at, at, I was at a music conference, which we'll talk about a little later, but I was there with the Mozambican individual. And then as well, we were there, the CDC released a notification that said travelers, uh, Americans should not be traveling to Mozambique because uh, Mozambique is now registering an alarming number, an increase in COVID cases and they suspect that it could be the new variant. This person then said, wait, what? And he literally went to Google. And you know, Google has the COVID tracking numbers. Mm-hmm. Do you know how many cases Mozambique had reported that day that the CDC said there was an alarming rise in cases? Zero. A big zero. Zero. Fun what? fact, side note, I watched an interesting YouTube video called What is Nothing? Mm. And it was just the concept of zero cannot exist in physics. Anyway. My mind was blown. Okay, let's get back to this. Sorry, yes. So yeah, carry on. What were you saying? It only exists mathematically. Look it up. Anyway, um, so obviously these 
leaders react and their initial reaction. And obviously we know it's because of how the rest of the world generally views Africa. Backward, don't really know what's going on, can't really handle themselves, need our help, blah, 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 blah. So the immediate response was just ban everyone from there. I'm not saying I don't understand the sentiment. I'm just really disappointed that that's what you think straight away. You know what I mean? I, like, I understand the immediate, like, okay, there's a new variant. We need to watch out. But it's now been announced in Netherlands. Where is Netherlands on the red list? I believe not. No. Go. What about Belgium? Is it on the red list? No, very green, I, I believe. Mika. If I was younger and a little bit more impressionable, I'll be out in these streets throwing petrol bombs. Was Murugdi Jairi. No. Well, there was that. Inter- In fact, I should get a name. The, um, the, the interview on the BBC yes. with that, for that, that Nigerian doctor. We should get a name. Um, which is now doing the rounds heavily on, on WhatsApp. I think she's, she's triple platinum on WhatsApp right now. <laughs> <laughs> Trend number one on the charts. Number one on the WhatsApp charts. <laughs> she, she's killing the game. But she said it poignantly. Um, it's just, it's disgusting racism. And the thing is, like, I saw firsthand how these travel bans affect people. So now I'm about to experience it myself. So it's over here. What's that name? Uh, Let's play a little snippet and get her name. Joining me now live from Abuja is a co-chair of the African Union's Vaccine Delivery Alliance, Dr. Ayoade Alakija. Uh, Dr. Alakija, thank you for your time. Do you feel that this was inevitable in some way? Thank you, Philippa. It was absolutely inevitable. And may I say firstly that had the first SARS-CoV virus, the one that was first identified in China last year, originated in Africa, mm. it is now clear that the world would have locked us away and thrown away the key. Preach, queen. There would have been no urgency to develop vaccines because we would have been, it would have been expendable. Africa would have become known as a co- the continent of COVID. What is mm. going on right now is in- inevitable. It's as a result of the world's failure to vaccinate Tell them, in an queen. urgent and and. And, and, and speedy manner. It is as a result of hoarding by, by high-income countries of the world. And quite frankly, it is unacceptable. These travel bans are based in politics and not in mm. science. It is wrong. I hear Hey, what more can we say? Well, just one point of correction. Some places of Africa may be suffering because they don't have access to the vaccine, but... Zim is sitting at about 25% vaccination and there are plenty of vaccines and we are just refusing. Well, the same in Joburg. Joburg's vaccination rate is 30%. I was shocked. <laughs> Speaking of, do you know how easy it is to get... So I had actually registered to get vaccinated in, 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 in South Africa because I'm... You know, the same way there's like a variant or variants pop up because people aren't vaccinated. Yeah. I'm probably creating a variant because I'm so vaccinated. <laughs> I'm, so, okay. Side note. Here's... I'm, I'm going to give you guys a quick... Something you probably need to know as you head into December, right? Early people who got vaccinated early in Zim received a vaccination card. As time went on, that vaccination card was apparently very easy to duplicate and to, you know, copy. So the Ministry of Health and the Zim government created a new vaccination card, which had an, a QR code on it, which is a little bit harder to replicate. You needed to not only have the, the vaccination card, but you also need to be registered with Ministry of Health. So you can't just buy a card off the street and then claim you're vaccinated. Mm. That was the whole idea behind it. Great. Love it. But what happened to all the thousands, potentially tens of thousands of people who had the old card? Ah. So it's always kind of been in the back of my mind that I am vaccinated, but my card is the old card. So how do I prove it? And blah, 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 blah. 
So I started making some calls because after this whole Omicron news started, I was like, ah, I think I'm just going to need something that definitely verifies that I'm vaccinated. And then apparently you got to go to Wilkins Hospital. You go to Wilkins Hospital. I don't know if there's anywhere else, but I was told Wilkins Hospital. You go to Wilkins Hospital. You see there's a particular room you go to. It's the, it's, it was, it was the, the women, female GU or something. Mm-hmm. And in there, you go with your old card, right? They check it, verify it, blah, 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 blah. And then they give you the new card. Once that's done, you take your new card and then you have to go to the Ministry of Health at Kaguvi Building in Central and Fifth. You go to the first floor, room 55, Ministry of Health. You just walk in, there's just people sitting at their offices. Then you go to be like, Blaz, Sha, deactivate draw card round. So it's like, ah, I made to verify it. He takes your card, takes your documents, whatever, puts it in the system, whatever, then activates it. Then you get the new card, you walk out. Very, so wait, do I have to do that myself as well? Very weird system. I mean, don't you have don't you have the new card? Yeah, but I don't know if it's activated. I assume that you it is activated once you got the new card. You can just check if the QR code works with your camera. If it works and it takes it to your profile on the Ministry of Health, it basically just says vaccinated, Ooh, confirmed. Please pass me the clear folder in that top drawer there. Let's, <laughs> let's, give it, let's have an on-air test, shall we? That's where all my travel documents are. You know, Phil, your vaccination card shouldn't be viewed as a travel document. You should keep it on your person at all times. Why? So I can lose it? So have you tested yours? I have, yeah. But when I got there, they were like, your name is here four times. What happened? I was like, bro, you tell me. I don't I think it's because I traveled. So and going, going to the website now. Let's see. Do you mind? QR code not found. <laughs> it looks like you have to go to Kaguvi building, my friend. Oh, man. I don't even want to go all the way there. <laughs> see, look at mine. Look at mine. See, uh, uh, it's opening. Opening the side. Opening the side. Opening the side now. Opening the side. Oh, wait, <laughs> I don't think that matters. See? Vaccination verified. Ministry of Health and Child Care, vaccination verified. and has my name and ID number. And it tells oh, you... Wait, how, was this instantly activated? Like you did this today? Yeah, and they were like, test it now to see if it's working. And then I was like, it's working. Oh, and it, the thing is, I walked in at like 3.30 and they were like, ah. And, and the person looked at me, I was like, ah. I was like, Ndara, sorry, chi. Ndara, I want to go home. I was like, Ndara, I'm not going to go home. Uh, okay, well, this, right. is, this, is, Unza. this is a good thing. So what do you need to go with? If, if, if our listeners want to get their card activated, what do you need to go with? So uh, if you already have your card, you'll know it's the correct card if it's cream or white, and it has the QR code when you open it up. Um, if you scan it with your camera and it doesn't take you anywhere, it means it needs to be activated. I am no official spokesperson. I'm just telling you what I did. I went to Kaguvi Building. With what documents? Uh, all I went with is my card and a, a verified form of ID, passport preferred, but I went with my driver's license and they were like, it's okay. Um, and then I went to the first floor, room 55. That's the Ministry of Health. And it's a room where they handle like records and stuff. And then there's a bunch of different tables. You just approach one of them, desks, and you disturb him because he'll probably be playing solitaire or something. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. excuse me, please can you verify my card? And then he'll probably complain for a while about how you're disturbing him. And then if you smile at him sweetly, he will start putting in your details and verify it for you. Mm, lovely. Okay. So Kaguru building. Where's that again? You know those two big buildings on 4th Street and Central? Between 4th and 5th? There's those two big government buildings that look like ships. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are government buildings. A lot of ministries are there. Ministry of Health is Kakuvi building. That's You can find the entrance to Kakuvi building on Central. Why isn't the entrance to Kakuvi building on Kakuvi? 
an oversight, I'm sure. An oversight we should. <laughs> should ask them to rename everything. <laughs> okay. Anyway, so yeah. So now I have my verified card and I'm very happy because I was worried about it ever since they introduced the new cards. I was like, what if I can't prove that I was vaccinated? And like, they'll make you get vaccinated again. And I was like, oh. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I need a booster oh, shot. Oh, no. Because no. apparently, so funny enough, actually, one of the nurses I spoke to at Wilkins, I was like, so are we getting boosters? And he's like, no, it has not been officially announced that you can get boosters yet, but you could lose your card. And she said, I never said anything. And he just walked away. I was like, oh. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> yeah, that's what happened with me. I, I, lost, I lost like three cards. So anyway, guys, listen. So some people are wondering if Omicron is allegedly not as, uh, or, or rather the vaccine doesn't protect against Omicron as well as others, why should you get vaccinated? Whatever. The point is the fact that so many people are unvaccinated, that the virus is spreading to so many people and continues to live on, means it's going to continue mutating and we're going to get new variants that are going to get stronger and if everyone was vaccinated, we wouldn't have the new variant. That's why people mention the new variant that might not respond to vaccines get vaccinated because we're trying to stop the new variants from coming. Anyway, it turns out, according to the South African health minister, if you get if you are vaccinated, you do have protection from the new variant, Omicron. So I'm tired. All right. Um, uh, um, oh, yes. By the way, so uh, as we were, just as before we started recording, um, I believe the president of the country um, came out with a lovely, lovely, lovely address the nation, lovely. my fellow Zimbabweans. And um, that's, that's the wrong tone because you know, he always just puts full stops where they don't belong. <laughs> so I've got a copy of the speech that he read. Speech is always short and, you know, large print. Um, <laughs> with immediate effect. <laughs> With immediate effect, the following measures will now apply. Number one, all returning residents and visitors have to undergo PCR testing and will be quarantined at own cost for days recommended by the WHO, even if they present a negative PCR test result from elsewhere. This is so confusing. What is this saying? Okay. So what's the point of getting tested then? Because you only really get tested upon entry. Like when I left South Africa... Yeah, they never checked. I, I can't, no, they did once. No, no, this this happened today, Phil. So you just made it. Because if you were coming today, uh, you were going no, to be no. in Meekles for 10 days at no, your own cost. Uh, no, I'm talking about... Yeah, so when I left Zimbabwe, they did check my COVID test yep. once. And when I left South Africa, they did check once at immigration. Don't they check before you get on the flight? Yeah, I'm sorry. That, that was the only place they checked. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, okay, so... If I'm interpreting this correctly, and how many people on the timeline have been interpreting it is, doesn't matter, everyone is going to be quarantined regardless. That doesn't make sense. How many flights are coming in in December? Do we even have enough spaces in hotel rooms and whatever? But reading this again, it says, even if they present a negative PCR test result from elsewhere. So it means if you're negative on PCR at the, uh, at the airport or the border or wherever, then you should be fine or good to go. It's only if you're positive. But that means that you're now, so basically, that's so, another 50 bucks. Yeah. So if you're negative. So you're going to pay, you're going to pay 50 bucks to get tested in South Africa, wherever you're coming from. Yeah. Then you're going to pay another 50 bucks. To get tested here. And it's not even 50 bucks in South Africa. And, it's 800 okay. grand. Uh, so <clears throat> logistically, so I landed on Sunday. That's 60 bucks. So I landed on Sunday. Yeah. And when I landed, they had instituted a new system where they check your documents. So on the flight, they give you three sets of documents. 
Yeah. Uh, that, that's been happening throughout. Yeah, right. And then when you land, they want to check the documents. But normally they check them with immigration, if I remember correctly. Now the, there's, there's now a pre-check to the check. At, the, at the, the desk in the line. Yeah, that's been there since COVID started, Philip. Huh? So at the top of the... the top of Yes, the, before you go downstairs. So, but the system is incredibly inefficient. So by the time I landed, there were four flights that landed. So there was Ethiopian Airlines, there was Airlink, there was British Airways, and there was... ASM? South African Airways. No, no, South African Airways was flying. There was another So it was packed. There were like, there were well over 200 people in the queue. It was ridiculous. Can you imagine us talking about, oh, there were four flights that landed. Oh, no. If people who live in other countries are like, oh, it was empty. <laughs> Zim, no? <laughs> <laughs> That's all it takes in Zimbabwe. Four flights landing at the same, within an hour of each other would destabilize our entire infrastructure. Because, uh, so anyway, they all landed and they were not doing COVID tests. And already, that wait was 90 minutes and they could barely handle the traffic. Now, take that system and then add another bottleneck, which is having to queue for a COVID test, which not only means getting tested, which is one thing, but having your details captured. So they've been sitting down at the desk. What's your ID, your passport number? What was your flight number? Do you remember your seat number? Okay, how long are you in Zimbabwe? All right, where are you coming from? Have you been at any events with more than 20 people? Have you ever had a fever in the last 14 days? Have you had a cough in the last 14 days? No, okay. Open your mouth or give me your nose. And then they put the swab in and they go in the back. So normally, so if, and they said they're doing PCR tests, not antigen tests, correct? They've been saying PCR, which is minimum PCR, how many hours? Six hours. Well, okay, to be fair, we're, we're told six hours, including transporting it to the lab and whatever happens over there. And then, so, okay, let's, let's say best case scenario, they bring the lab to the airport. So let's say it's like three to four hours. So, so in those three to four hours, where are you going? At, at Harare International, no, where a, are you As going? you know, Phil, you know, Harare International Airport has a, a, um, a cornucopia, if you will, of incredible gift shops. Dan, no, no. Practically, when you land and arrivals, <laughs> yes, there's the bridge. <laughs> you walk across, <laughs> and then you go into immigration. <laughs> Buy a book at duty free, Dara, because you, I, I you, there's no book at that side. There's book no, on exit. There's no book on in, in in South Africa on your way. <laughs> Buy a book. <laughs> this is gonna be hell. But, oh my but god, this keeps happening. You know, this keeps happening for that. They'll make an announcement, and people are like, wait, what? And then at the airport, because they probably also don't even know how to implement it. So this happened to me last time. I was in SA when the announcement was made that everyone returning is going into quarantine. And I was like, what? How's that going to work? I was like, e, my flight is booked. I'm going home. I'm going to see what's up. So I arrived and everything was as usual. And I got to the person. I actually asked. I was like, Emi, so what are we doing now? She said, no, you've got your PCR test. You're good to go. I was like, no, but wasn't there... Why are you asking? This is after my things were stamped and I was leaving. It was just for me to ask out of curiosity. Now, Phil, me, I make friends everywhere I go. You know, So I was like, so I, I'm, I'm just out of curiosity. Are you guys... Like, what's happening? It's like, ah, no, that's if you're positive. I'm like, but that not that always been the why was it a, you know what? Thank you, thank you for letting me through. I'm going home. <laughs> Speaking of Dan, like you, Dan came to get me at the airport on Sunday. What time was what time did my flight land? 12 25. What time did you pick me up? <laughs> <laughs> we left at it, we drove out. Remember, it was 10 to 10 to 2. <laughs> so that's an hour and a half. I mean, that's not so bad. Uh, I've had worse wait times. Imagine if you were in transit, imagine if Zim was a transit place. It was. So actually, I there were literally a bunch of um, flight um, people on the British Airways and um, I think Ethiopian that were in transit. And I, and I had to tell them, guys, if you're in transit, get go. Go. It's fine. Just go. 
<laughs> go stand in the senior citizens queue. Go. <laughs> so, okay. I'm only noticing this now. That line there, which says from elsewhere, tells me you can come with a PCR test, but you'll get another test. If you're positive, you'll go into quarantine. If you're negative, you So tip. they're pulling a Ghana, but the problem is Ghana are efficient and, have, and do antigen tests. So you can you, you just stand there. This, oh my God, I, this is a nightmare. I was actually thinking of leaving again. I think I'm just going to stay just, just so I can avoid this nightmare. I'd rather, in fact, you know what, I'm driving. I'd rather deal with Baitbridge border than this. <sighs> no. <laughs> you, th- you say that now. Have you seen the pictures and videos? From- <laughs> so anyway, uh, so that's, that's that with regards traveling. This obviously affects me and it will affect probably a lot of you that are planning on coming home uh, in December. I think in the next couple of days, hopefully we'll get some kind of clarity in terms of what that actually means. Because there's no way, because if that's what they were saying, it seems to indicate everyone, no matter what, is getting quarantined. And that just doesn't make sense. Because why wouldn't they just say that? You, everyone is getting quarantined regardless. The way they phrase it here means they I'm sure no there's, a, there's a positive in there missing there. It should just say if you are positive. Anyway, um, all returning residents and visitors. Ah, this is just, ah. I love our country. Can someone just, who works in communication? All right. Okay. The second, the second announcement that uh, our president gave was a daily curfew running from 9 p.m. to 6 a.m. will be imposed. Uh, though some of you may know that before tonight it was 10 p.m. to speaking of which, Philip, it's already after nine. It says with the immediate effect that Oh, oh no! It was 10 to five before. Now it's nine to six. I don't know what that's so arbitrary. Well, then you then you know that COVID, much like the freaks, comes out at night. Only essential services categories announced in previous gazettes stand exempt. All shops will be open for business from 7 a.m. to nine uh, to 7 p.m. Uh, number and behavior of all persons attending any gathering must observe and comply with WHO protocols. That is masking, social distancing, and sanitizing. They all, don't specify, do they specify numbers? Nope. Wonderful. It's great. Funerals uh, overseen by the ministry. No liquor will be consumed at bottle stores, which consequently cease to be drinking premises until further notice. I, I can guarantee on your way home, but Philip, what is the definition of a bottle store? Store that is bottles. Nightclubs and bars will admit vaccinated clients only. If you sell bottles at a nightclub, buy a bottle store. Restaurants are required to close at seven. I'm now confused. Okay, 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 okay. Does that mean (laughs) you know how nightclubs were calling themselves restaurants before? Does it mean it's not going to be the opposite? <laughs> it's, like, it's like, welcome to uh, Nando's 7th Street. <laughs> Favorite nightclub. Uh, We're open 24 hours a day. Uh, Vic 22 turn up. <laughs> you see, this doesn't make sense. Why can't we have clear instructions? I Why? How can you say nightclubs will take vaccinated people, but restaurants close at 7? How does that make sense? <laughs> You know what I think this was? Do you know what I think? I think what happened here is someone, you know, like whenever you are implementing a plan or strategy or whatever, you have what we call a brainstorm session. Yes. Mm. And in that brainstorm session, you take you take the the the, the post-its or someone. Just I, I think notes. someone said there are no bad ideas, guys. Come yeah, on. exactly. So there was there was a brainstorm <laughs> session, but they forgot after the brainstorm session, you then need to refine the ideas. They just had the brainstorm session and went home. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, yeah, put it on the speech. <laughs> anyway, so that's what's happening in Zim right now. This is apparently going to be reviewed after 14 days, but I am hoping that there'll be clarification in the next few days. 
Um, because honestly, a lot of this doesn't make sense. What do you mean? And going into December, people are going to go to jail. It's like, no, restaurant said they close at seven, but I'm in a nightclub. Yeah, well, <laughs> but also, so there's a large number of, of people from the UK and the US who have now been like, there's no way I can come there either because the flights got canceled or they don't want to deal with quarantining or the cost is too high. So they're not coming. And then there, there are a few that are determined that like, ah, no matter what, I'm coming through. I think I, I would actually think those who perhaps hadn't made payments, who are still planning. No, so I've got a friend, I'm not going to put them on blast, but um, this friend was organizing a birthday party for a family member. Yeah. So they flew down. They spent thousands of dollars in Zimbabwe and South Africa paying deposits for various things. Mm-hmm. And the moment this news broke, they were like, it's, it's, I can't do it anymore. So I'm trying to see how to get my money back. So in that instance, not only were flights paid for, but events were paid for. Yeah. And they're like, the risk is now and the cost is just too high. I can't keep doing it. Yeah. So even in that respect, I think they've... I'm so disappointed in what these white devils did because... <laughs> okay. The, this knee-jerk reaction has such many so many effects and I, I was talking about it earlier but I didn't finish my point I saw it firsthand. so so I, I'm at Access Music Conference right Dan mm-hmm. and we've got delegates from across the world and even Africa so because of the pandemic and because of airlines not flying anymore for example people in Francophone Africa so Morocco Senegal the only flights that they can catch that are easy are either Ethiopian airlines, but it's a long, long stayover and they don't really like Addis Airport. Or you can go Air France where you have a stopover in Paris mm-hmm. and then you come down to South Africa. However, when France now banned flights from South Africa, so did Air France. So you had all these people with families back home in Senegal and Morocco not knowing when they are going home because the only flight that was now servicing that region from Southern Africa was Ethiopian Airlines. And you can imagine when every other airline is canceling flights mm. and there's only one flight left, flights are booked to Wazoo now. And it was such a disheartening thing to see these people like panicking. Like, I don't know how I'm going to get home. I don't know how I'm going to see my family. I'm worried about this virus here. I'm worried about testing positive because I'm at a music, music conference. And they had it not been for the fact that we are being hosted by the conference, can you imagine the cost? Like some people, some people are staying in South Africa for an extra week and a half, two weeks now because of this. Yep. And in those two weeks, you don't know what's going to happen. And, and the thing is, it makes sense if you're stuck in a country because you caught the, the virus. It makes sense if we don't know what's happening. It's a mess right now. So we're closing the border. It doesn't make sense if it's what? New variant? Ah, close everything. Like, come on, man. Like, so there's real life effects. And the thing is, like the Delta variant, which as the time of recording has, has been far more devastating than this new variant. When the Delta variant was raging, then did, did America shut down anyone? They tried. <laughs> no, they didn't. I mean, some people tried. <laughs> what did the UK? A few people tried, but they didn't. Anti people were, were like, I, I suppose they didn't really shut down. Some places shut down, some states. They went into some kind of, some versions of lockdown, but... It's so disappointing, Dan. It just is. All right, let's move on, Philip. Let's move on. All right. Uh, thank you, Cardi.
Uh, ooh, big news on Twitter. Um, Jack Dorsey, the CEO of Twitter since oh, yes. uh, 2015. I mean, he was originally the founder and then he got kicked out and then he came back in 2015. He's had one of those stories. Anyway, uh, yeah, he announced yesterday, actually. Well, if when you're listening to this, it'd be he announced sometime this week that uh, he was stepping down as a CEO of Twitter. Effective mm-hmm. immediately, he says. He was going to stick around on the board until May just to make sure things are smooth. But then ultimately, he's going to step all the way away. And uh, his reasoning, by the way, for that was, I don't want to have, I don't want the founder to continue being involved when other people can take it further. And I think that's actually very smart and very um, well, uh, to be fair, To be fair, Jack has done nothing with Twitter. Like when you, when you think about it, like Twitter's total user base is what Facebook gets in an afternoon. You see, no problem, me and you. Because you're now used to billions on Facebook. No, what Twitter has done is nothing. What no. I, what I've also seen is since he came back, it's been a regression. So you remember when we were when we were like heavy on Twitter in the early days, Twitter had an open API. And that open API allowed for a great deal of innovation. So you had all these third parties creating things like third parties created the hashtag, third parties created trending topics, third parties created image uploads to Twitter, third parties created video uploads to Twitter. So it was, it was a great platform it had an open API and it allows developers to make it better. And then Twitter started closing it down and removing functionality from those amazing apps. And I think that stunted growth. Because to this day, I hate the Twitter app. I prefer TweetDeck and I prefer TweetBot. But TweetDeck and TweetBot have limited functionality. And even though Twitter bought TweetDeck, they haven't done anything in TweetDeck for six years. So you're speaking in terms of personal preference, right? No, I'm, no, I'm talking in terms of usability. Obviously, I'm also very niche as because personal, I run a market. As an anecdotal. Because I, not, because I run an agency. And I don't think it's anecdotal. I think any power user. Yes. So... I agree with you because I also used to use tweet, tweet Deck. Um, I used to use, I remember I used to have this little, do you remember Echo Phone? Yeah. I had that in my Chrome. I'd be like working and it's like, oh, quick notification. Gah, 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 keep going. Blah, blah. I, I mean, I loved all those kind of things. Um, and I'm sad they went away. But I also recognize that a lot of their reasoning was none of that existed for any other social media network. There was no Tweet Deck or Echo Phone for Facebook, Instagram. No, there is. You can you you can get you access can, you to can the have API. managers yeah and you, but none of them reach the level that Twitter does and even now Twitter is far more usable when it comes to using third party applications than Instagram or Facebook it's, using it's things because, like Hootsuite or TweetDeck yeah, or whatever it's also because of the nature of the application yeah. so it, it it shows that if you're if you're so devoid of innovation that some of the best features on your platform can only be fully exploited and realized by a third party app that's a problem. The thing like Facebook, for example, is, yes, Facebook has limited the API access, but also because Facebook has made it, has made their platforms and their apps so usable and rich with features that you don't really want to use a third-party app because everything you kind of need is already there. I would say that with, I would give Jack credit that even though Twitter had far fewer users than Facebook or Instagram, I would argue that was just as influential in terms of global discussion. For no, me, Twitter, Twitter has always been the space which is like the pulse of what the world is thinking at any given moment. It, so, like, no, but the thing is, it's 
it's also limited to the, the, the quote-unquote thought leaders and the early adopters because it's still only 300 million people. It's a small user base compared to everything else. Yes, but of those 300, it's the actual people who, ha- who move conversation, who move discussion forward. The older people and the super young people and the people who aren't really that uh, um, tech-savvy and aren't on the internet that much, those are the ones that are not on Twitter, right? And to be fair, in terms of the global discussion, where things are moving – a huge global event is happening. We're watching uh, the Super Bowl or Game of Thrones finale or whatever. There's nowhere else in the world that you can experience it quite like on Twitter because it's like the current pulse of what's going on in the world. And I am still shook to this day that they haven't been able to fully monetize that. Like knowing what the whole world thinks at any given moment. And that's the thing. How do you fail to monetize that? Like, I remember. But I have to I give remember. Jack props for actually pushing that level of influence. Yeah, Sorry, I, I, I remember there was a time where like even Nielsen, when Nielsen would drop their ratings, they used to have a Twitter coefficient rating. They're like, how many people are talking about your show on Twitter? Mm. And, I, and I just stopped receiving those reports. So I, I remember, like in the, remember like way back in the day, not even way, way back, like a couple of years ago, whenever a show would drop or whenever a sports event, they'd always have like the Twitter hashtag in the corner. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. When is the last time you saw that? I mean, it's still there. Like, um, it was there for the for the Ballon d'Or. Um, they had a special hashtag, and it was like they had like live updates specifically from Twitter, or you could just follow the hashtag. But it is what I would say is in their effort to monetize it, you're going to see less organic things. And I get it. I mean, all the yeah, other things went because now thing. you pay for those. So for those, I would you, actually be willing to pay for Twitter Blue. Twitter, yeah, Twitter Blue, I would pay with the three bucks. But for those hashtags, I think the last time we inquired is like ten thousand dollars minimum spend. Oh, to get like the, the special get the animation special, or the... To get the special emoji hashtag or the promoted hashtag and trends. Let's get one for two broke turnbos. Listen, patrons. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If anyone would like to I'm sponsor... I'm not spending $10,000 on a hashtag. If anyone would like to sponsor two broke turnbos hashtag, imagine it just shows our faces, Phil. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag two broke turnbos is just our faces. <laughs> Yo, what a waste of money. <laughs> Anyway, so it's going to be interesting to see how Twitter changes in the next few months. Expect some huge changes because obviously the culture of any organization is almost completely driven by the CEO. And Jack Dorsey stepping down, it's going to be interesting to see how this new Indian man, Parag Agrawal, as the CEO of Twitter is going to change things. Yo, Indians are taking over. Because now there's an Indian CEO of Microsoft. There's an Indian CEO of Google. I saw a tweet somewhere that said, if you create a startup, it will either be eaten up by a larger company or it will live long enough for it to get an Indian CEO. I was like, oh. So yeah, Microsoft, Alphabet, which is Google. Uh, YouTube, no, not yet. Well, YouTube is Alphabet. No, but it's also its own separate. Um, Facebook, it's about to happen because Mark's definitely stepping down soon. Mark is never going to step down. Mark my words. (laughs) That's what you did there. (laughs) And now Twitter. It's soon, soon. Reddit, um, things stepped down. Who who, who was his replacement? Who did you announce his replacement? But yeah. It's going to be interesting to watch. But 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 the last thing that that Jack gave us before he left was spaces. And I don't think I don't see what you're doing. Mm. Huh? <laughs> Start the fire and then you run off. Okay. No, nah, no. I Twitter, shout Jack, please, please, on your way out. Just, Actually, just go. I mean, just, 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 just go. Just, I just, don't just know go. what happened, but this week, apparently, there's everyone's mad. And I don't know why. Zim Twitter has been mad. I, something feminist started no, a there, space there, and there, then no, someone there else... Some, there was some... There was... Um, from what I glean, there was, uh, it looks like um, either a woman or a trans woman um, went to an event 
and then an individual bought her a beer and then no no it was a woman and then this individual said something transphobic in her direction and then she cussed him out and then became a whole big bruha and then he was like uh basically how do you accept a drink from me and then cuss me out and then he called us some very inappropriate words and it just blew up from there so like if you remember like by the time you picked me up there was a space about trans people and yeah, so yeah. that's that's that was the I thought it was because there was a an American guy who started a space and then Zim people joined it, and then like that might have words. happened too. But but I, I like I didn't understand. I didn't follow how it happened and who was. And I was just like, eh, you know what? It's all good. I'm just gonna keep tweeting jokes here and reading about Lewandowski. Robbed, I tell you, no, I don't think he was robbed. Even though he had an incredible season. Um, some sad news. Uh, we just uh, this week got news that Virgil Abloh, the artistic director for Louis Vuitton, the founder of Off White. And um, really a man you could not leave out of a discussion in fashion in the past uh, decade or so. Um, he died after he had been battling a rare aggressive form of cancer called cardiac angi- angiosarcoma. I could have just said cancer. you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, so he didn't let people know about this. It was a private battle that he endured. Um, yeah, so a lot of people had grief to uh, pour out about uh, Virgil. It just reminds me of the last interview that Kanye had where he was trashing Virgil. Yeah. <laughs> Timing. Yeah, but it's it's sad, obviously, to lose um, you know, such creative black people who have managed to force a space mm. where, where these white devils don't want to let us in. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah, I, mean, I just my thoughts go out to his, his wife and his kids because that, that's always sad. Um, I appreciated Virgil's work more on the art side. I'm, I'm, I wasn't really an off-white fan because it was yeah, really, but it was they, really they had some dope stuff though. Like really there was an happy. off-white jacket I always just used to look at. Like mm, one day, mm, which on the white, the white one, the Nordstrom one with the with the yellow. The no, white no, yellow it wasn't white. It was I don't know if it was like greenish. Um, <laughs> But it was it was also a lot. But every time I saw it on someone, I was like, "Damn, that actually looks good." Um, anyway, did you just try to? Did you, did you just type in off white? <laughs> I forgot to type in jacket. You just typed in off white. <laughs> yes, I did. My bad. Yeah, yeah. Then that really narrows it down. Google's gonna know exactly what you're looking at. Yeah, so it's something like this, but not this one. Oh yeah, I know that. Yeah, that was on the Nordstroms. That was that was that was a, a smooth one point five. Yeah, one day, one day, one point five. Uh, we can go to Drainer and get it for fifty. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I see you put this story about someone picking up monies. No, our, our, our shadow producer put. It in. Oh, of course. We now have a shadow. Who's our shadow producer? It's a sh- the reason they're shadow producers. <laughs> a Soweto uh, learner discovered forty million rand in a bag and returned the money to the police station. Would you return it? Yes, of course I would. Hell no! What? I would ask you. Ah, no. you don't want that kind of smoke. No, yeah, you don't you know want what, that kind of you know smoke. What, you know what? Ah, in South Africa, I'm, hey, you, know, I, you know what? I just leave it. 4,000 Rand. Ah, Maybe no. it fell out you of someone's pocket. I, do, I don't even want to take it to the police station because now it's like. No, I'm not, not got, walking past. No, I'm not even looking at it. No, now I've got people asking me, what did, you, what did you do? Where's my money? You took my money to the police station. And oh, you, really? They're not asking you in a face to face conversation. You're probably hanging upside down somewhere. Yeah. You know, <laughs> there's pipes dripping in the corner. Hmm. That's when you're getting no, that no, question. No. Uh, if I see 40 million in South Africa, I'm just. <laughs> well, as for me. You know what I'm doing? I'm actually, no, I'm recording it. Just, just in case they ask, I'm like, there's a video of me walking by the I money. Left, I didn't touch your money. But that's even worse, you know? <laughs> also, you let someone else take my. Phil, actually, if you just there's walk no past it, it's late. <laughs> ah, shut up, Phil. There's no winning. I don't want to be anywhere near it. Oh, my God. 
Oh my <laughs> god, the stress. Duffel bag just run. The stress. Oh, the stress. Because <laughs> yeah, there's no winning in that situation, my guy. So uh, I was listening to another podcast, the Hamish and Andy wait, podcast. Yeah, that'd be funny though. You know, like you know, like how the duffel bags when you buy a, a travel duffel bag, it'll have the little thing where you put the card and your details. And I love it as the person's details. So you just call the person. Listen, boss, boss, huh? I found your sheets. Listen, boss Cobra, boss Cobra, <laughs> is that your name? Yes, yes, Mister Cobra. Um, I've got a bag with some money. Uh, I just want to let you know uh, this is the exact location. I'll be here for the next ten minutes. So um, if you could send your goons too sweet, <laughs> and is it, please also let them know how much to give me as a reward. Whatever you feel is, man's <laughs> give you. You give you a bag of coke and just be like. But how do you? you no, but how do you drop forty million? Explain. I don't understand. So th- this this uh, student took it to the police station. I would absolutely do so. How do you drop? I would feel. Million? I would feel super how, uncomfortable how do, taking. How do you drop forty million? It's a trap. I don't know what. It, it's a drop. It's someone walked past. This was a drug deal, and it's like, okay, I'll drop the money, then you come collect it. Then you just happen to walk by at the wrong time. I don't know. But anyway, thank you, producer, for putting that there. I'm I'm doing the maths, guys. There's no way 40 million fits in one bag. Because the highest denomination. 200 rand. How many? Let's do the maths. So you'd have those bricks of 10,000 notes, right? 40 million, right? 10,000 notes will be... Divide by 200. It's 200,000 notes. So a brick is 10,000 notes. So that's 20 bricks. 200. Uh, 20 bricks, yeah. Yeah, it can fit. A big duffel bag. Yeah. Um, I'm going straight to Summit. Uh, <laughs> I'm going straight to Summit. Then you have those people that buy the bottles and pour it out on the floor. Uh, no, no. I never I'm, understand. Do you, you see that, that cornball who took a Put shoe? His shoe. Ah. <laughs> do you know, if you, if you are not Australian <laughs> and you're out on the podium after a Formula One race, you have no business doing a shoey or german i mean you know you could das boot but <laughs> no okay that, that, that's, that's a that's a that's a that's a reference to um formula one then there's an australian driver whenever he's on the podium mm-hmm. and he drinks from the shoe okay. then, like last time he was on the podium he actually gave lewis his other shoe to drink that is nasty what had he just been wearing the shoe yes for for three hours straight <gasps> for three hours straight <gasps> after a hot formula high, one race. high, in- <laughs> high intensity race wow okay <laughs> Shout out to Daniel Ricardo. Okay, some quick gaga guys. All of these are stories about America. Eh, American struggle, geography. Yeah, that was funny. Um, <laughs> hey, I love this. How come Adele never has any backup dancers? Uh-huh. I loved, I spent a long time looking at people <laughs> making remixes of, not even remixes, just videos of <laughs> someone dancing to Adele's music. That gave me life this week. It was the highlight of my week, actually. Loved it. <laughs> loved it, loved it, loved it. And then someone actually made a remix with, and actually put like a Meg verse in an Adele song. And I was like, okay, now I actually want to hear that though. But that was funny. Um, Rihanna has been declared a national hero, but the real news here, and way to bury the lead here, ghost producer, is that Barbados is no longer part of the British Empire. Nice. Nice. I can't believe in 2021. Emancipate yourselves from mental slavery. Barbados becomes an independent republic and its first ever president started off their um, celebrations by announcing Rihanna as an official ambassador of a culture and youth and a national hero. Mm. She has never softened her Bayesian accent. Nah. Although her music isn't like... She did a reggae album, which (laughs) might get released soon. Might. You're never going to hear anything ever again from... Rihanna. So just accept it, guys. Let's move forward. 
Mm. Rather let it be a surprise. What? Oh, wow. I wasn't expecting it. Don't expect and then get your hearts broken every year, guys. Um, you want to talk about Slick Talk and Casper? We spoke about it last week, but no. Well, obviously there are been, some updates. There's yeah. been new developments. The, the fight is now off. Shocking, Dan. The fight's off. No, because Slick Talk was making slick demands. Apparently, he said um, he wanted the money seventy-two hours before the fight. He, he wanted fifty thousand dollars for medical costs. He said he was told that if oh, you get if you oh. get knocked out in the first three rounds, you don't get the money. Oh, and he was hired. He, was, he hired and fired Nota in in the space of three days. I hate that. I hate. I understand in 2021, attention is currency. And even I work with brands, I work with organizations, even for myself to try and get eyeballs on certain things, attention on certain things. But if your whole vibe is I don't care what I do, I just needed to get attention. It just makes me loathe, loathe, despise, abhor. Just your whole being like that's just... That's your whole thing. I'm just going to say the most outlandish thing I can possibly think of in any given moment to get attention. I hate it. And I hate that way of giving him attention right now. Let's listen to our music, Philip. I need to get home. Indeed, Dan. Indeed. Let's see. What's, what's, what, what are you feeling this week? You- so, release this week is, uh, you know, every every year it seems. It seems to become a tradition. Amara Brown has released uh, another anti-GBV song. I haven't listened to it. And I thought... I look forward to these is, sessions. Is, is it a tradition or is it a contractual obligation? It might be a contractual. I don't know. Let's yeah. find out. We'll be able to tell very quickly if this is a song by... Well, it, it, it's part of the thing because I saw people at the event sponsored by the, the founders of... Swedish the, Embassy, GGG. The, the, the same uh, organization that has Rocky as a anti... I, 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 I want to go. I, not, I'm, I wanted to be invited. If I was invited, I, I literally would ask, excuse me, excuse me. So... Okay, let's let's see the Samara song. Uh, we are going to be listening to it together for the first time. In fact, wait, let me let me let me put it on on, on, on the IPZ here. Let me, let me do that. So. Before I before we listen, um, Amara Brown is a as a personal friend. Yes, and she was at our event. So and she came to support Two Broke Twimbos. She did at, indeed. Bought a ticket. Shout out! Well, shout out to Amara Brown. Oh, do you want me to play it? My protector. There we go. It's an anti no, gender based violence. I wanted to put it here so so because it's a screen we can both see. Yeah. Okay. I mean I could have just tilted my laptop, but okay. So you want to use the new tech? I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> You don't have to beat me just to make your point. You don't have to fight me. All I need is your voice. Talk to me kindly. Walk with me slowly. The way, the way you used to when you met me in the start. The way, the way you used to when you let me be. Your love shouldn't hurt. You are my protector. Love shouldn't hurt. Village. 
dance studio there. But I believe where they do judo as well. Lovely, lovely, lovely. Okay, let's check Speaking out some more music, y'all. Do you know um, there's a certain clothing store that's having a three for one special right now? Is it? I'm not going to mention the name. It does. Oh, I'll go there tomorrow. I popped in and I bought I bought like pants. And they're like, oh yeah, you can get two more things for the same value. And I was like, wait, what do you mean? He's like, yeah, for for the, for the price. Well, of how long did you ask how long it's going on? He said, yeah, we're just clearing stock. Oh yeah, I'll go there tomorrow. <laughs> Why don't you want to say it? Huh? No, they must pay. No, of course they must pay, but we must also give our listeners value. You know, what I mean? like okay, fair enough. If if you're in a Harare, pass by. This. Okay, wait. Okay, no, I'll go after this comes out, so it's fine. <laughs> no, if you're in Harare, pass by the Zaras. They're having a three for one special. Uh, air quotes Zara in in Harare. But I I don't like. I, I got some good Black Friday deals. Yo, I've got to tell you this. So once again, it had been a while since I've been in South Africa, Dan. So this is the first time I've traveled since the pandemic. So it's, mm-hmm. it's been over two years. So th- there used to be a store that I used to go to. Not a lot of people knew about it, but they would always get like J.C. Penny and Nordstrom stock from the previous season. But because they were getting American retail stock, it was one of the few places I could get my size, mm-hmm. right? So that shop was gone. So I was like, ah, annoying. So going around, I was like, you know what, screw it. Let me pass with the Nike shop. Dan, I kid you not. I went down a Saturday afternoon, blazing heat. It's like 32 degrees out. Mm-hmm. Because of COVID restrictions, they're not letting the same amount of people into the store. There was a queue around the parking lot to go into the Nike store. And as a Zimbabwean, I was offended. I was angry. Because I come from a country where we queue for things that matter. Mm, we queue for shoes. We queue for fuel. We queue for food. Like things that we need to survive. I don't queue for consumption. Imagine queuing for capitalism. So did you queue? So did you buy shoes? Yeah, I, I went back the next day. So I, I, I was <laughs> okay. like, no, screw it. I'm going to wake up early. I'm coming back the next day. So the, the annoying thing is, not the funny story. I wake up early the next day. I call the Uber. Go there. While the Uber's picking up, I'm like, oh, by the way, um, I heard that there's a, a bike ride. So they've closed off all the major roads. Which way should I use? I'm like, my guy, there's one person who's, who, whose job is to drive people around the city. And it's not me. So please figure it out. For 30 minutes, this man kept trying to get to the store and failing. Till eventually he dropped me on Vitkopen. So if you know Joburg, he dropped me on Vitkopen. I'm going to Woodmead. Mm, that's crazy, yo. So, so he's like, oh, no, don't worry. It's just, it's just a kilometer down that way, bus. It's short, short. So I took him at face value. I was like, okay, cool. I kind of know where I am. I know where to go. I'm like, cool. Did I not end up having to jog four kilometers in Jordans to get to them? <laughs> so, Philip, what up? one of our favorite artists, Rachel J, has a new song. She's still to, making music? Do you want to hear it? I thought, I thought her wings had been clipped. Okay, let's, let's check it it's, out. It's with Novi Keys. I've never, I haven't heard this, by the way. Oh, this is, this is the first listen. When God created a black man, he put his strength in his heart, a golden loving heart, a true king he is. Indoda emadode, murume pavarume.
Sounds like, if you want me to take you back, you better. <laughs> <laughs> I want to hear you sing about me. Here's Talkie Vibes and Simba Tags. It's called Money on My Mind. Ooh, there's something I want to talk to you about. I forgot to mention. I said it just now. vibe with it i kind of vibe with it okay 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 um what i was going to talk to you about was so so profound released mm-hmm. a five-part documentary mm-hmm. i use the word loosely but i think that's what he was going for um with delani makalima delani makalima is notoriously not available he's never done interviews you'll never see him anywhere or hear his story and i thoroughly enjoyed listening to the full story of how Urban Groove started, how they started distributing music, the challenges they faced, and then the reason he stopped. And it was, it was incredible. I really enjoyed it. So shout out to So Profound. Uh, you can check it out on YouTube and I highly recommend it. Um, it's not, you can see that it's someone taking steps to get to being, you know, full-fledged TV producer and so on. But, you know, we're not yet there. But the content is just mwah. It's just lovely, lovely. I would highly recommend it. You haven't watched it yet, so I don't, you know, mm. you should get a chance to watch it. it out, yeah. But like a lot of questions that we've had for years and stuff that, you know, you've always kind of wondered, how did this work? How did you do this? You know, how did it even begin? It's actually incredible to hear the full story. Um, even, even how the whole 75% local and Professor Jonathan Moyo being involved in the music, all of that. Mm-hmm. It, was, it, was, it was a brilliant insight into what actually happened i highly recommend going to watch to watch that those series of interviews he released it was five part he released it over like a weekend i think like thursday friday saturday sunday monday or something like that i don't know but it was uh it was dope um okay that's pretty much it music ones you got anything else no well i think i'll play it with the new black coffin love it love it love it uh, thank you so much, ladies and gentlemen. As we uh, wind down the end of the year, we want to ask you for some more extra support. Uh, something that is coming up is we're going to be screening, uh, hopefully, premiere of Spider-Man. Are you going to be there, Dan? I will perhaps be there, maybe in spirit. Who knows? Let's see. Bastard. Don't worry, it's fine. I'm giving your shit to someone else. It's fine. Look, you know what? I love our Two Broke Tombos listeners, but there's someone who's an even greater priority for me on my list of important people. You know what I'm saying? 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 Is what it is. It is what it is. You just get whipped and then they just change. I mean, it's disgusting. Whipped? Oh, how was uh, Market on Queen? It was fine. Um, um, the... Power went for a while. That was the only downside. 
And I started a war cry in the dark. It was very fun. I just started shouting, Oh, hey, my comrades. People slowly started responding, Oh, oh, hey, my comrades. And I kind of messed it up singing it, but I still sung it and people sang along. Sagare, helpful herbs to help your circulation. And it was fine. But then, anyway, the power came back and then Reverb was DJing. He took over. He was playing the Ama Piano hits. It was mwah. It was lovely. Then, during the market. Super spread. It was honestly Omicron was there. I mm. won't lie to you guys. Mm. Ah, no. I, I, I love your your your, your plea fried <laughs> test comes back. <laughs> Yo, that'll be hilarious. <laughs> no, it won't be hilarious. I mean, it was outdoors and we weren't like packed with people. The only time we were indoors was they had a thing called there's the Queen of Clubs. Have you you know that section that they have where there's upstairs, which is supposed to be the VIP, and below there's like these closed rooms, and they had set up um like a karaoke competition in there. So they were only allowing like, so you'd only come in as a small group at a time. And then, I mean, it was nice until the power went. And then when the power went, they were like, I will. Generator can only power the one thing. So, sorry. So, yeah. so that was a little disappointing. But otherwise it was nice. It was just, if, if, Queen of, if Queen of Arts was a super spreader, what was Gavas? No, no, Gavas were, were indoors. <laughs> oh, ah, that makes it okay. <laughs> <laughs> we actually tucked in the corner. <laughs> oh yeah. So um as Dan alluded to, we also had a lovely interview. Um We were the ones being interviewed, by the way. Imagine that. Um I lovely Adele. Adele from Kenya. Mm-hmm. Um I was quite surprised because some people hit me up privately, just like, oh snap, you were with Adele. I was like, y'all know her like that. I, I, dude, she got fans in, in Zim. I was Adele, like, okay. I, Adele's famous, famous, my guy. She famous, she verified and everything. I was like, okay. Okay, I'm like, okay, girl. Okay. Anyway, yeah, so it's apparently the biggest podcast in Kenya and uh, they were visiting Zimbabwe and... Uh, yeah, Adele, Adele and Yango and Roy, shout out to them. Good shout out to cool people, cool people. Cool people. Yeah, because they, they even pay for my taxi home then. Really? So, so yeah, so so the funny story is, so I now stay with my little sister. She, she's, she's here, she, she continues her studies to become a dentist. And I left her for the week and I told her, yo, can drop me at the airport. Use this car only for emergencies. Okay. So on Saturday, it's time for me to plan my return. I believe you're putting your sister on blast. Like. No, I know. I have to. I have to. Dude, let me show. Where are the receipts? All the receipts for the car repair there. What was the problem? All those receipts for the car repair there. So I called my sister up. I'm like, yo, can you pick me up at the airport at one? She's like, uh, you see, what had happened was is... Um, the car's not starting. Um, I don't, yeah, yeah there's a problem with it. Like, you didn't fix it last time. I'm like, mm-mm. Well, no, when I left you, the car was working fine. What do you mean? She's like, oh, no, you didn't fix the car. You know, you know, she's trying to call, please. So that's why Dan ended up picking me up from the airport. Thanks to Dan. Shout out to you for coming to pick me up. Um, so we have the interview with Adele. And then the person who had connected us, shout out to Chiazda from Unplugged. She was like, yo, let's all, let's all do lunch at Gavas. So we're like, great. Dan was like, no, I will not slam it at Gavas. I've got to go uptown to Queen of Hearts. Yo. So he dropped me off. And I was like, that's fine. I'll just catch a taxi home. So as we're leaving, they're like, no, 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 Phil, it's cool. Let's split a taxi. I'm like, all right, go, good looking out. We got to their hotel. And they were like, you know what? Actually, just make sure Phil gets home. I was like, oh. <laughs> did, you feel, did you feel like, that was lovely. No, I feel I feel wined and dined. Yeah, I actually did. I, I felt the Kenyan hospitality. I was like, oh, good looking out, good looking out. So yeah. And then I once again I didn't realize how famous because we keep in mind, so like while the introductions were being made, I was at the conference and 
I was so busy with the conference because I was working at the conference. I was still trying to run the company and still trying to do like everything else that I'm doing. So I just, I was like, yo, shut Dan, if you can, please just check this out because I just don't have the time. I was going to bed at two, waking up at five every day. So I, I literally, I, I saw like a... You can't even say that. You know, we had a whole conversation and agreed on dates and times and Gigi and you're like two days later, you're like, oh, oh, hello guys. Because I was busy. So what I did is like, we're, we're, the, the links that they had sent me were stuff on YouTube. They're like, hey, this is who we are. This is what we do. And I checked out. I was like, oh, this is pretty, hey, you get, you get quite a few views. Oh, nice. Gigi. I don't know why I didn't follow on to just think, oh, let me look them up on social media. Because if I had, but it's good. Otherwise, you know, we would have been sitting over there like, you know, <laughs> anytime during the interview, follow me on Jenny, that guy. Follow me on Jenny. <laughs> <laughs> but apparently she famous, famous. So I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, uh, so that, that should be dropping um, sometime soon. We'll get the dates and we'll let you know about that. But yeah, that was, that was a fun experience. And obviously that's going to be in Cape Town. I was considering of actually coming to Cape Town too. So Dan, do you want to get like, we'll bunk up. We'll get like a, like a, like a three bedroom, like a, you know, like a townhouse or something. It's fine. It depends which dates because, as you know, I, re- I already have plans mm. for particularly our notes with mm. the family. Mm. You know, Auntie Vanessa. It's just going to be mm. Vanessa. <laughs> You're just going to, it's going to be vibes. You know what I'm saying? It's vibes, vibes, vibes. <laughs> then <laughs> she's going to kick. Then maybe when we come back. She's yeah. going she's to she's gonna kick, she's gonna kick your. <laughs> when we come back. Yeah. Then, you know, then. Uh, uh, because, yeah. Yeah, because now I'm thinking about it. I'm like, if all the if if all the plus four fours uncome and the plus ones are coming down, maybe there's going to be a lot of available spots. Look, coming down to Zim. <laughs> no, no, no. The, uh, SAE Zim. No, but they started like uh, UK already. Then the UK already announced that they lifted the red list ban thing. Where I could have sworn I saw that. I, I didn't read it as news. I just saw it as something mentioned somewhere. But, uh, maybe I'm lying. I'll see. Let's do some investigation. We'll, we'll, we'll follow up next week. Um, so yeah, um, I think we're going to do one more episode next week, and then throughout the Christmas break, I think we're going to take a week or two off. But we're going to line up some interviews to keep you guys entertained, keep you guys fed, keep the streets going. Um, all the patrons, if you are still coming down, please do hit us up. Even if you're a podcast listener, just hit us up. We'd love to meet with you. We'd love to connect. Um, Dan is going to be meeting with some patrons in, yeah, yeah, yeah. in Cape Town. If you are in Cape Town, uh, you want to link up, hit me up in the, uh, the DMs, Two Broke Twimbos or Danny, that guy, and we can we can make a plan. We can S- do S- a thing. Sadly, I had to leave Joburg before I had a chance to meet the Joburg patrons because of this situation with the flights and whatnot. But if I do come back, we're going to organize that. And then obviously, we're going to have an, a few events for the Arara patrons as well. And then UK patrons, um, we, I'm going to figure something out to get some stuff to you guys because they've been complaining that they're not happy. The UK and Europe patrons are not happy, Dan. Yeah. It's, it's their turn now. It's your fault. Go talk to Boris. Red list my foot. Anyway. <laughs> so, yeah, thank you, guys. Uh, thank you for the continued support. Let's finish strong, guys. Let's finish those bonuses, those December bonuses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, don't we forget, all, don't we, forget 10% to us, 10% to us. Don't you think we also deserve a bonus, guys? Don't you think so? Hit us up. Let us know. Two Brock Twimbles on everything. TwoBrockTwimbles.com forward slash donate. If you haven't visited at all in 2021, Maybe now's the time to go there, make a once-off donation, or join our Patreon. Uh, we've had some great stuff for patrons, and we're going to have even better stuff coming soon. Um, yeah, and otherwise, we will catch you on the next episode. We're out. <laughs> hey, guys. If you live in Zimbabwe, you may have seen a number of stories in the press speaking about the influx of counterfeit or illicit alcohol that's flooding the market. This is obviously especially concerning as we approach the festive season. 
Maybe you've even seen forwards in the group chat with alcohol being sold at ridiculously cheap prices. The scariest thing about this recent trend is that consumers don't know what's in the drinks they're consuming. Some of these counterfeit alcohols contain harmful products such as ethanol and pure alcohol, as well as coloring agents that could cause irreversible damage to the health of consumers. So because of this, Jameson Irish Whiskey has launched the hashtag BuyOriginal campaign. To help you identify that your Jameson Irish Whiskey is original, they have added extra safety and security markers to protect you. Whenever you buy a bottle of Jameson Irish Whiskey, look out for a clear seal on the neck of the bottle with the Jameson text and a white sticker on the bottle reminding you to drink responsibly. For more information on how Jameson Irish Whiskey is protecting you from counterfeit alcohol, and how you can identify if your whiskey is original, head on over to twobroketumbles.com forward slash Jameson or look out for the information on our social media pages. Jameson Irish Whiskey by Original.
Yeah. 